Hello and welcome to Cruising for a Reviewsin, the podcast where I get a friend to watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. I'm your host, Cara Westworth, and I am rejoined by friend of the podcast and former guest, Lauren. Hello. It's so nice to be back. So it is very exciting times. Well, exciting is not probably the right word. Real shit times where we're all confined to our houses. You know, it all happened while I was doing my Mission Impossible thing. So I decided to stop because all the people I had organized to do the Mission Impossible movies, it was I'm like, please leave your house and come visit me and watch Tom Cruise movies. Like, I don't know. That's not everyone bag I guess and yeah so I thought I would halt it and I would review another Tom Cruise movie with someone via the exciting tool known as Zoom Uh, so you'll notice a difference in quality obviously uh, I hope it's okay. I hope it doesn't sound too shit. Uh, if it does, I... But you're doing the best. We're doing the best you're doing I can. The best considering the circumstances and the fact that it, we are, yeah, COVID-19. What a time. What a time. <laughs> hmm. Okay, a time. well, to distract us from yelled mate COVID-19, let us talk about a Tom Cruise movie that we have both recently watched. And yeah, let's just talk about it for as much as we want and can, because the more content I have, the better. <laughs> Hell yes, let's do it. Oh, so I don't think right, we're going to so have what... any problems. So, uh... Oh no, we don't. You no. and I. Fuck, we can talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> We've done like two of these in prep for this podcast episode. Like We didn't need to, but we spent many hours just getting <laughs> oh. ready. <laughs> Any excuse to talk to me, best mate. Any excuse. (laughs) All right. So the movie we have chosen, it is, it's a banger. If you listen to Lauren's episode, I think we actually mentioned what we were going to do together next. But if you've forgotten. I was to get you. Yes, you're all oh, to get nice, nice and thirsty. Yeah, oh, <laughs> thirsty for listening to us being thirsty about Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Welcome if, to the Tom Cruise if, Thirst Cast. If you have joined that listening to this podcast for anything but fucking thirst trapped everywhere, then you are in the wrong fucking place. <laughs> we have pro cruise. <laughs> All right, it's, so it's, we have picked hmm. the movie we've picked. It is from 2004 and it is called Collateral. Oh, hell yeah. All right. I, lo- um, I love this. Mm? Yeah, I want to know, what did you think? Oh, I, I love this uh, because I want to start out considering how thirsty we are by the fact that you sold this film to me as, okay, it's Tom Cruise, but a bit of a daddy. <laughs> that's, that I did. <laughs> that's the words you used. I think you also used the words silver and fox. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a fine vintage of Cruise. Oh, uh, yeah, a good era of Tom Cruise, but also yeah. he is made to look like he has grey hair and mm. apparently it's a wig, which was a little bit disappointing. I was hoping hmm. they just somehow grayed his hair, but it's oh, a wig natural. and, yeah. But they made his whiskers look pretty grey, so it's a pretty clever. Yeah, the power of makeup, I suppose, well, if it, they made his whiskers, they probably maybe dyed that a little bit as well because mm. you can do that. But um, that's a really good wig, if that's the mm. case, because it is hard to wig that short. Yeah. But that is Hollywood magic. Like, yeah. yeah. Mind-blowing. Collateral. It is directed by Michael Mann, who other people, people might know from the movie Heat and other movies. I've forgotten. <laughs> I was going to ask if you know any other films that are directed by Michael Mann, I but don't I, really. I don't really. Should we look at IMDb? Do we care? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it later. It, Whatever. Um, it's a pretty small cast in this movie because mm. it basically centers on Tom Cruise and his co-star, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is a character called Max. He's a cab driver and Tom Cruise is called Vincent and we discover he has a really scary job. Uh, <laughs> 
Ooh. Uh, we also are uh, introduced to Annie, which is played by Jada Pinkett-Smith, which is a good time. <gasps> Can we stop? Oh, my God, Jada Pinkett-Smith. Do you know my, one of my favourite horror movies of all time has Jada Pinkett-Smith in it, and that is Demon Knight with my, my true love, Billy Zane. Have you seen it? I don't think I have. It's, it Tales from the Crypt movie, so I suspect Benjamin, your husband, uh, he will yeah. know all about it. Maybe I have then, because we, we did a big binge of not too long it's, ago. It's good trash. I think you'll really like it. Oh, it's yeah. pretty quality. But yeah, she's like a total baby in that one as well. She's like little teenager. So seeing her in this is like, whoa. Like, she looks she looks like, oh. It's even like, yeah, it, it really like changed my perception because I haven't seen her in many films. Mm. Um, but yeah, awesome. Uh, the other character who we'll refer to a bit is played by Mark Ruffalo. He's Ruff, Ruffalo. Ruffalo. And his name <laughs> is just known as Fanning and he's a cop. Hey, are the characters? Mm-hmm. That is all the setup we'll give and let's just talk about this movie hey so i'm gonna probably start just jumping in facts because i've done a fair bit of research because this movie has a lot of interesting facts in it basically you see tom cruise silver fox looking real cool in his gray suit uh and he bumps into jason stratham which is intense like straight off the bat you're like what why is he in this movie but he's not really but i don't know if you thought about this or realized this but they obviously swap briefcases mm. at this train station or wherever it is uh, at the airport mm. and he's actually the transporter like they've oh been... so is this like transporter canon then yeah this film like, what? kind of yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous yeah that's... so <laughs> that'll crank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen Crank? Yeah. Fuck. That movie fucking rules. Crank, crank 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> crank, even crankier. <laughs> oh my God, why aren't you in Hollywood naming movies right now? <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> hell, I couldn't even get accepted as Mac- in, at McDonald's as a child. There's no way they me in Hollywood. <laughs> but listen to all these suggestions I have for Crank 2. <laughs> Even crankier. <laughs> <laughs> it's greenlit. You got the part, kid. <laughs> Jason, yeah, Jason Statham is in this movie really, really briefly. We cut to Jamie Foxx. We find out he's a cab driver and he clearly is a very good cab driver, has been doing it for a long time, very professional. Uh, he picks up Annie. They chat and have a little tiny bit of a flirt. He impresses her with his knowledge of like how far, how to get places and how exactly how many minutes it takes to get anywhere. And they have a little bet that his direction will be faster than hers, blah, blah, blah. It's all very cute. And um, as she leaves, he gives her a postcard of the Maldives because he tells her, you know, you're a lawyer, you're always stressed out, you need to take one holiday. She's like, well, when did you take a holiday last? She's like, I take them 10 times a day because I look at this postcard and I just think about being there. And he, you have that. You, I think you need it more than I do. So she takes it, she goes away, and then she comes back and it's like, oh, how about you have my card in case you need a, a lawyer or you want to just talk about cab things which is very cute Um, nice yeah yeah I like that this setup is also designed to give you the idea that he is a person of good morals as well. Like he's not trying to rip off anybody in his cab, yeah. even though that's like his profession. It's just, it's like they, it's a really nice little easy way to build character. Really simple. Yeah. But really Cause she says you could have, yeah. you could have made extra money off me and blah, blah. And he's like, eh, that's not what I want to do. So he is, you know, a little bit like, wow, I just met this really hot babe who showed an interest in me. So he's like sitting there looking at a card and uh, old mate Vincent goes to his cab but tries to get his attention and Max is too enamored with his business card so Vincent (laughs) goes to walk away but then he's like oh no 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 sorry I wasn't I wasn't listening come back come back and get my cab which proves to be a big mistake 
It's a what woe. What woe. If only you. What woe. If only you'd ignored him for longer. So. Oh, who, who can ignore Tom Cruise? I know. That man came to me and I saw him like just <laughs> literally dragging a dead body. But like, oh, yeah, get in. Oh, hi. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, just look, just leave that over there and that's fine. So Vincent gets in. He's like bitching about how much he hates LA and he's just in town for work and find out that Max only drives a cab for like, you know, for money, but his dream is to own a cab, uh, a limo company. And they talk about that stuff briefly. Yeah. So we're just setting up that Max is just a, a really nice down to earth guy with, you know, big dreams and yeah. yeah. And you know, Vincent's a little bit of a jerk because, you know, I don't know, he's got that vibe from him pretty quickly. You get those like super cocky vibe of like, yeah, how can we do this and this? And um, it's, yeah, you definitely get like a self-important cocky and he's, vibe. And he's little thing it's like oh, i hate la like did you hear about that guy who died in the mta which is like their subway system and hmm. he's wrote it all day dead and no one noticed because la no one you know it's too big a city and no one looks at you blah 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 i'm like i i feel like since la has a really shit underground system that's not probably true and also what about new york like you know that's yeah fucking worse than la hmm. whatever vincent so uh, they go he goes to the first stop and vincent's like okay i've got all this uh cool real estate stuff to do how about you stay with me all night and i'll pay you six hundred dollars Ooh, and as he's a like, minimum wage worker, that's very appealing. Uh, so I actually looked into how much that is. So in today's dollars, that would have been huh. eight, 820 US. And wow. in Australian dollars today, that's $1,288. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it. Not, that's, I'm like, that's, yeah. that's my rent. Like... <laughs> That's at least a week. That's more than a week. That's two weeks pay for some people. Oh, yeah. For me, because I, you know, I don't make much money making podcasts no. and doing nails. But <laughs> I don't make any money at the moment because of COVID. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, quarantine. Thanks, COVID. Mm. So he sort of twists his arm because he's like, oh, it's against regulations, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what, do you have sick pay? Like, I bet they treat you like shit. Fuck them. You you do this for me. And he kind of is has no option. He has to say yes because what's he going to do? Say no to all that money. And also, you know, he's right. He doesn't look get looked up at his fucking company at all. So he uh, goes and what, have his little sandwich around the corner uh, while he's waiting for Vincent to do real estate business. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it is a body on the top of his cab, just smashes down there. He sandwich goes flying. He wigs out and he's like freaking out properly. Like, My he- sandwich. <laughs> uh, of all things. No, not my hand and shoes. <laughs> no, yeah, he totally starts wigging out. And like, that's a really, it's a really like, jarring moment as well like I know that that happens in the film but they it, it's like I don't know what type of film you sort of describe this is it sort of a noir-esque like it's a thriller set in LA yeah yeah so it feels like sort of like 2000s noir mm. sort of thing so like the big impacts feel even bigger like yes. because it's such a chill like slow burn film mm. yeah yeah um so yeah that like totally <laughs> I sat and jumped because it took me <laughs> by surprise <laughs> but yeah and it's quite it's, it's a bit realistic a bit graphic yeah i watched the behind the scenes of it and they how they had to keep filming it because they needed the mannequin's head to hit first so they had to keep doing it so to get that yeah you know the smash windscreen and everything so yeah uh car is not wrecked but it's fairly well damaged and there's obviously a dead corp uh and then you know 
Max is freaking out and Vincent comes out and he's like, oh my God, look what happened. Uh, Vincent's cool as, and it doesn't take more than a few moments for Max to be like, oh, you did this, didn't you? And he's like, you killed him. It's like, no, the bullet and the fall killed him. I just shot him. <laughs> like, okay. Starts tripping out. Yeah. Okay, smart ass. <laughs> and do you notice like, so um, Max starts f- freaking out and then Vincent pulls a gun on him and says, red light, Max. Yeah. And I'm like, red light, red light, green light. Also, while we're here, Vince, the fact that his name's Vince, mm. and that is also like something else that he's been called Vince before. In a, yes, in the colour of money. Oh, yeah, colour of money, money ball. Money ball. <laughs> 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 money ball is, I haven't seen colour of money. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is his second yeah. Vince. Yeah. So he has no choice but to keep going because, you know, old mate is obviously a killer uh, of some kind. Uh, we don't really know what yet, but he's like, well, you're going to get, I gave you $300 in advance. You got to keep with me tonight. So they drive mm. to the next uh, location in West Hollywood. Oh, and they also hide the corpse in the trunk. Oh, they hide the corpse in the trunk. He's like yeah. using bottled yeah. water just to like wash off the blood. Oh, wash off the car. Yeah. And then, like, so, oh, isn't it, do they keep driving from there? And then wait, because I know you've already mentioned. Mark Ruffalo shows up yep. in this film. But then Mark Ruffalo shows up in this film. Yeah, and what are like, you doing? I was watching <laughs> watching it and I'm like, God, that doesn't look like Mark Ruffalo. And Men's like, that's Mark Ruffalo? Like, because he's got yeah, like I know. the Angelino like really slicked back. I, I don't know it's if he's meant like, to be yeah. playing like a Hispanic character or he not. looks like he's inf- he's supposed to be infiltrating like that scene to yeah. as like, yeah, they're like on a sting, I guess. Because he's a he's it? a drug cop. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he's he's like undercover. Um yeah. yeah. So he doesn't it's so weird to see him and he like yeah, it's so oh, it's so weird because yeah. I forget that he does serious acting. Yeah, like before he's Marvel not just movies. the Hulk. He's not just in Suddenly Thirty. Oh, no. what are those fucking garbage uh, magician movies? What the what fuck are they called? Garbage? Now you see me. Oh, I fucking hate those movies so much. I was like, magic in a movie? What a good time! This cast is good. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? Was there was that? no actual magic in this. Yeah, it was it, editing. It also, this is the fucking. How do you fuck up Woody Harrison? You fucking assholes. I don't know. Why don't you ask uh, Solo a hey, Star Wars story? Hey, we know how I feel about Solo. <laughs> yeah, and we know that you're also wrong. <laughs> no, China. Oh, you got me. <laughs> you're not as bad as Rise of Skywalker. Fuck me. That was like having hot garbage thrown in my face. I hated it. So Look, nothing was as bad as Now You See Me 1 and probably 2, <laughs> but I refused. I didn't. You watched 2? No. Oh, I didn't watch it. Thank God. I was like, for a moment there, I oh, nearly I was did. just going to shut I, this I, laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought no, no, about no. it because Daniel Radcliffe's <laughs> out. And I'm like, hey, Cara, now you see me. Snap. <laughs> Close the laptop. Magic. <laughs> oh, my God. That is literally the extent of the fucking magic in that movie. <laughs> it's Chris Angel of magic. It's TV. I hate it. Anyway. Hey, but I've but seen Chris Angel in real life and he is wonderful. <laughs> Were you like, there's no reality? Mind freak. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually was really chill. Yeah, that was me. I was like, you know, oh, pick me. <laughs> and he didn't pick me. He nearly picked me. Oh. But uh, yeah, he was really good. Mm. And he was actually a lot more low key than you would have expected. Mm. I think he's uh, the tacky goth thing he had going. I think he's kind of gone. I'm not doing mm. that anymore. But anyway, uh, Mind yeah. Freak anyway. in Luxor, Las Vegas. Very good time. What a tangent. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> None of those in this podcast. All right, so. Uh, Ruffalo. Max is like. Now you see me. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Ruffalo, yeah. we see him. He's actually going to this 
this guy's house because he's involved in the case some, somehow. And he goes in and he quickly works out something bad has happened. The front door's open and he goes and sees a smashed through bedroom window. He looks out and there's a bit of glass and some water, but really nothing there. Mm. So he's like, what the fuck happened to my guy? But he calls oh. it in straight away because he's like, okay, well, obviously there's a crime scene. I just don't know what happened. And mm. yes, so we're setting up. Oh boy, Mark Ruffalo is going to sort of fuck shit up for Vincent, I guess. Uh, so yeah, Vincent, meanwhile, is uh, lecturing, what's his face, Max, about oh, like, right. uh, yeah. yeah, why do you care about one? He kept talking about how fat he was. And which I'm like, excuse me, fat shaming is rude, rude Vincent. Just because you it's are 2020. perfectly oh, smelt. <laughs> yeah. It's because you have the physique of a trained killer. <laughs> you can't oh. all be like you, Vincent. <laughs> so true. Oh, yeah, but he, like, starts... They drive off, and is this the part where they then have to go back to the cab rank? They get called in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they um, are driving along, and, yeah, Vincent's like, you know, this many people die in Rwanda every day. Do you join Oxfam at Amnesty International? Why do you oh, care about this God. one dude who died? I'm like, uh, you seem to be missing the point here, dude. Like, I'm not seeing the Rwandan people dying. I'm seeing this guy dead... Um, Anyway, yeah, totally. Oh, it just sounds joke. like I've had I've had fucking arguments with men over this on the internet. I do not need this from my beloved Tom Cruise. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm like, and this is yeah. That's how that's where they set it up that he's a big piece of shit because you're like, fuck, oh, you. massive turd burger. Yeah, fuck yeah. Off. You may be hot hmm. as fuck, but you can get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Give me one smooch and then you're out. <laughs> so they get pulled over by cops because obviously. Max's car is pretty banged up and there's a big big head smash like that spiderweb kind of formation of uh, cracks mm. in the windshield so the cop's like oh shit pull him over he's dangerous to driving and Vincent who's cool dude as always is like yeah you need to get rid of these cops or I'm going to kill them and Max is <laughs> yeah, like well really cool. well, well like, <laughs> I'm really glad you're putting that on me they get him out and he's like oh but I'm just so close can you just let me drop this by fair and like no absolutely not mm. and then they get a call and it's like oh we have there's been shots fired and they're like okay just finish up job and get out of here and go mm-hmm. straight back to the depot and they're like whew, whew, thank god because yeah vincent kept whispering today. i'm like oh, i'm gonna put them in the boot i'm gonna kill these cops there's not enough room in your boot too many bo- cops and not enough boot <laughs> <laughs> many bullets ba, 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 ba. <laughs> that's it yeah I know that man, he has a lot of bullets yeah and like we find out <laughs> oh it does so many i guess that's his job lots of bullets yeah i suppose look come prepared i'm not an assassin so <clears throat> so they end up going to the next location in west hollywood and he actually zip ties max to the steering wheel so because he knows this guy is like wigging out so we're gonna have a, a casualty mm. here if we're not careful so he zip ties him to the steering wheel and goes up to complete his next job which is shooting some big fancy lawyer looking guy and mm. meanwhile Max is like oh I gotta sort myself out so he's like beeping the horn yelling out for people to come <gasps> open the right. alley yes. and these guys come but of course like the biggest fucking scumbags in LA <laughs> roll down they're like oh, I'm gonna take this as a fucking opportunity so they're like oh what happened to you he's like oh this maniac blah 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 and they're like give us give us your wallet you fucking asshole and he's like do you, do you not see my hands are tied to my fuck so they rob him okay great oh no yeah, really yeah. sweet so they, they rob him but luckily Vincent pulls his weight a little bit and is like oh dude is that my briefcase because they grab that at the back and he's like what are you gonna do i'm holding my gun sideways at you and he's like oh 
pop, 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 and kills them all very, very quickly. It's a very sexy time. Like, mm, I, don't, mm. I don't normally like to condone violence as sexy, but when Vincent shoots oh, Look, I, mate, as somebody who plays a lot of romance games, if it's not the evil bastard, I'm not interested, hey? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, this man's got a knife and he threatens to kill me every five minutes. Hmm, the reality of that is awful, is awful but the fantasy, la, la, la. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> me twice in the chest and then once in the head, Vincent. <laughs> it's funny because it's true (laughs) all right so that this is where uh dispatch is involved so they're driving along and obviously max is still pretty upset because he's now seen multiple murders and he knows more have happened so they're he's freaking out and he gets a call through on the dispatch from i can't remember the guy's name it was not relevant really uh he's like hey max you there i know you're there if i can answer and Vin's like oh talk to him and the dispatch guy is being a real prick to him and vincent's like you don't need to take that you, that guy can get fucked and he actually ends up taking over the dispatch call and had the oh yeah no i loved this part so much because it's it's his boss who they, like vince has already like explained like yeah what what do you got nothing your boss isn't taking care of you um like i'll give you lots of money and yeah so the, the he his boss like starts laying into him and then being like what did you do damage my cab i'm gonna take it out of your funds yeah. and yeah it, like he gets like very intense asshole boss very quickly yeah oh yeah and vincent will have nothing of it and he's like because he actually looks at the card of the uh of the girl who uh, of Annie and is like mm. I'm assistant DEA blah 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 and I'm in the, getting this right and I can't believe you're talking to my cab driver like this you know that your insurance will cover this how dare you and so then he also makes Max go you're a piece of shit and get fucked and I'm gonna stick this car up your ass kind of thing <laughs> and then Max is like, like Max trying to be like I'm gonna stick this cab up your ass uh, <laughs> like really nervously because he's not used to being a sweary boy but I also love and I actually have a note here it's like Vince helps Max with his shitty boss like some sort of hitman Mary Poppins <laughs> It's like, oh, we solve all your problems, kid. Bow, like, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Bibby, bobby, boo. I fix all your problems. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you, Vince. Oh. Thank, thank you, I guess. I, I, I mean, are you going to pay for my therapy from the PTSD? No, that's okay. My boss isn't going to no. be like a PTSD. Hey, <laughs> gain a little, lose a little. Like, you know, like, <laughs> get a little bit of, yeah. <laughs> Moving on, uh, they're going to the next spot, but Vince is kind of sneaky. He's like, oh, look, we're actually ahead of time do you like jazz and then makes him go to a jazz bar and matt's just like okay cool i guess i'll go to a jazz bar and get a drink with you guy holding me hostage <laughs> do i have a fucking choice uh, i don't think so yes i i have exactly the half of the power of the situation thanks vincent <laughs> you piece of shit uh so they go to a jazz club and max is having a real bad time because it's that really weird experimental jazz that's just like and you're like, oh, what? Yeah, it's sorry, it's jazz not, fans. It's not my like, jam. There's yeah, there's no tune or anything. It's just lots of jazz noises all at once. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Vince sitting there being like, you never know what's coming next. It's uh, it's amazing. And I yeah, I know there are lots of jazz fans out there, but oh, I just don't. <sighs> I'm a musical theater gal. Like it's, I need a melody to sing to. Yeah. And, uh, that just stresses me out. Sets yeah, no, off my anxiety stress- hardcore. I'm like, it's so unexpected. <laughs> 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 
the guy playing trumpet, I think, Vincent says to the uh, bar staff, like, who is that guy? Uh, I would like to see him after he's finished. And it's obviously <laughs> his next target. And they talk into the night and they're talking about... Miles Davis. Miles Davis. And yeah. talking about that sort of stuff. And it's abundantly clear that Vincent knows a bit about jazz, whereas Max is like enjoying the conversation but has no idea about jazz. And they get to kind of get to the <laughs> Enjoying, end but in like the tensest way most pos- possible. Like he's yeah, just, like, just sitting like, there, sitting there like, like sweating bullets and being like, jazz, jazz. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. Fuck, what a time. <laughs> that poor, poor fucking dude. <laughs> just, just wanted to drive, drive my cab. I just want to drive my cab and eventually own a limo. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but they get up to the, to the end of the conversation. They're wrapping up their uh, Their conversation, evening. yeah. Yeah. And he lets, he actually lets his neck victim know that he is the Charlie, whatever his name is, uh, that he's, because uh, he mentions some of the bad, other bad people and is like, oh yeah, like this. And he's like, how do you know about that? And he's like, okay, you've got like, if you answer this question right, I'm going to let you live. And he's like, where, where did Miles Davis learn how to play jazz? And mm. he starts saying, and even Max is like, at music school, at music school. <laughs> and oh <laughs> mate, and starts answering the question, but Vince is obviously like, obviously knows the answer is different or is just being a piece of shit and shoots him. Mm-hmm. Much to Max's horror again. And yeah, yeah old mate's dead. I just really want to point out that that is like that there. It just shows that every fandom has gatekeeping, you know? (laughs) Fucking jazz. Jazz fandom has gatekeeping. So much so it could cost you your life. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, halfway through answering the question and being like, oh, actually, he switched schools. Ha ha, I was correct and you were dead. (laughs) No. But all men didn't even get to finish. He was telling the story. Like, (laughs) he went to this school and then he could have gone on, but he dropped out and then he learned from this person. But no. Oh, mate, pew pew, and does it in a way that no one knows because it's a silencer, and he just rests his head mm. like he's drunk. And have Max a little is sleepy poo. further traumatized for fucking life. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, poor boy, yeah. Uh, and uh, we think we cut back to Fanning at some point during all this. Uh, mm. So I think I, it's, look, it's, it's it's sort of like the less interesting part because this is more like I guess a, a character piece. Yeah. Than it is, yeah, anything else. Yeah. But I can't remember what the cops were doing. <laughs> so we find out Ro- Ramon, who was the first victim of Vincent, it was uh, an informant for Oof. Fanning. So, which is why, and he, he did, was meant to meet Fanning at some point, didn't turn up. So Fanning went to his house and discovered it. And, you know, he's got other cops there and they're like, it just looks like maybe he fell out. And he's like, yeah, but where's the body? Like, or maybe he killed himself. He's like, yeah, he, fe- he threw himself out, landed on his head, got up and went, yeah, I feel much better now. But yeah, so he's like, yeah, sure. He just got the fuck up and walked away. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's on this glass? And then they find a bullet inside. So yeah, they've figured out that someone has come and killed or mate Ramon and Fanning is going to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And they also, I think someone, they mentions, one of them mentioned something about, I oh, remember that case of like in Oakland, a cab driver like just went mad. And, <gasps> oh yeah, and- they- and killed three people and then himself and they're like yeah he just yeah. went crazy and he's like yeah but I remember someone some other cop saying yeah it was probably someone else in the car and I'm like oh it was Vincent oh, this I actually hadn't noticed like, that story it's really, before it's, it's oh yeah I noticed it straight away I really like the idea of that world building like, yeah. like this guy just does this shit all the time and it's mm. so stressful and of course like he wants to get away with it so 
it may be like that was a particular cab driver who cottoned on and then got murdered. So that the seamless, the same circumstance would then apply yeah. to Max. And yeah. it just like, it's really nice tension building. Like it's quite a, it's quite a well put together thriller. Yeah. So they're now driving around a little bit and, um, oh, that's right. The depot guy, uh, who Tom Cruise had a nice big argument with, yes. uh, is now calling Max again and is like, your mother's driving me crazy. She's calling the depot constantly. She says she can't get through to you, et cetera, et cetera. So that introduces the element to Vince that Max has people he cares about. Mm. And now that even though he's acting all blasé, it's like, oh, now you have to show up because you normally show up to see your mother every night at the hospital. Yeah, um, like you're you're breaking your routine, which people will oh, notice. And that means, absolutely, yeah, which means that, you know, that's going to affect me. So he's saying all these things. But of course, we know the sociopathic killer is now like, well, we have to go and see her. And it's just like, it's just more, it just gives him more to work with and it's very stressful yeah it's really like no you're not gonna meet so stressful. fucking like, mum oh no <laughs> I can see how this is gonna end um yeah but it's re- that interaction though is like one of the funniest interactions in this there's it's sort of like guess, guess the comedy relief so yeah. they end up going to the mum's like hospital oh, and room they, and they even... run into Fanning on the way too oh like, yeah that's right yeah yeah because oh yeah because <laughs> that's right because Fanning is um going to the hospital to go to the morgue because he's heard about a bunch of DOA uh, a bunch mm. of unnamed um job was a John Doe's whatever um have come in and he's like I wonder if there's something I can investigate here and so they like, interact really briefly in the elevator and Vincent even goes so how's your night been and he's like mm whatever just solving murder mysteries oh, just doing my best that's what i <laughs> do yeah um and but they have like a really neat interaction with um with the mom as well once they get there like they like it's such a like an aside but it's like vince is like oh let's get some flowers for your mom and max is like now nah, she hates that shit don't worry about it she she hates wasteful blah blah, blah. and they sh- they go up to the room and he hands the flowers and of course the mom straight away is like what the hell are these for? Like, They're why are you spending wilt. your money on this? Yeah. They're just going to wilt. It's all just like nothing. And then the moment she finds out that Vince is the one who paid for the flowers, like that whole turnaround yeah. of like, oh, and she's like, oh, how cool. You did this for me. Thank you so much. I have totally, I've met people like that. And it drives me crazy. <laughs> And it's like, oh my god, that is like some parental stress right there. That yeah. is gotta be and like, so Paul relatable. Is that what he's sort of like, yeah, well, everything I do, I don't. My mum doesn't approve of blah blah blah. And like, she's like talking about Max. Like, Max isn't even there because he's like, I think I liked about it. He was like looking at his watch, really bored. And as soon as she started giving him compliments, he was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm into this now. Like, please, <laughs> yeah, tell me all the nice things that I've done. And they <laughs> chat, talk about Max like he's not there. And he's like, do you know he's a he drives famous people in his limousine company, blah blah blah. And Max and Vincent's like, mm. uh, does he though? Does he? Oh. I mean, he was I'm kind sure of helping all. prove the case by looking like a suave business guy. Like the mum. Oh, like, totally. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and I mean, like it's Tom Cruise, like he is, he is like the movie star. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think we'll see a movie star like Tom Cruise in like, for, like for, forever. I think the uh, turnover is like too. Hmm? A little thing that uh, is kind of relevant. So did you know yeah. in this movie that because obviously Vincent has to be not noticeable as a, an mm. assassin, because otherwise you're a piece of shit. Like imagine me being an assassin. They'd be like, well, I saw this big rainbow clumsy thing wandering around. <laughs> matching into things. Nah. Like, so <laughs> but Tom Cruise is so recognizable like people if if you whether you like him or not recognizable as fuck so michael mann actually got him to pretend to be a fedex driver for a day so had to learn 
how the all the processes and everything and then went around delivering packages and got away with it apparently like no one recognized wow, him wow that's amazing because i've i've like being a big true crime nerd that i am and like in, like reading about like spies and things like that they talk about like if you are too attractive you cannot be a spy Mm. like it's just it's just as simple as that you are then like there's a threshold for blending in facially they also talked about like making wigs out of cling wrap and whatever you had in your house like to make a false hairline and that was like blowing my fucking mind as a cosplay nerd i was like whoa yeah where'd you you hear about this it was uh, i'm pretty sure it was like history channel i want to say maybe 20 years ago because it's all my dad used to watch would Ah. be like here's some spies here's some crime and i was like i hate this stuff it's boring why can't we watch power rangers and then (laughs) And then that later on, little little did I know that I my favorite podcast would just all be true crime. I'm like doing the dishes and I'm like, soothing crime. Yes, so wonderful. Oh, just gonna fall asleep to the dulcet tones of Karen and Georgia. Oh, tell me about about the murders. Oh, the best, so good. Yeah, so that's how part of Tom Cruise's training. So that's amazing because they do that with um with some celebrities. They'll put them like in a mask and chuck them into cosplay so they can just wander around conventions and it's like. Uh, uh, Sipanova really a couple fun. years a couple years ago, uh, David Hasselhoff mm. did that. Except you could tell it was David Hasselhoff, and his mask was literally a David Hasselhoff mask. But oh, kind of embarrassing. It, it was actually pretty funny because he was just like standing <laughs> okay. there, and everyone was like, "Because in Australia, we don't know how to react around celebrities. We're not like Americans who would go up. We're like oh, awkwardly hovering oh, around. We we have like a polite. There's a weird politeness of oh, yeah. so like oh no, don't don't bother him. He's just a mate. He's just doing his best. Just doing know, whatever yeah. he, you know. Just because he's famous, don't mean buy him a doesn't beer, make. He doesn't want to be hassled that hoff but they were so already sorry. in the background being like oh, but i still want to <laughs> and pounce on him little hands <laughs> slap 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 the pecs that's it <laughs> okay well wow, that's really neat anyway 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 so while max is standing there being talked about by vincent and his mother vince uh, max kind of sees like a an out because they're quite engaged in conversation so he Mm. decides to grab max's briefcase and fucking bolts for it oh yeah he does and that that god bless gives us the opportunity to see one of my favorite things in the whole world uh can you guess what it is it's tom cruise running it's tom cruise running it is it is it absolutely is i even wrote in my big letters like running running (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) yeah so good oh yeah so he goes for he basically tom cruise gets the zoomies and goes for a big run it's it's a a Um, good run too they run he runs to the hospital yeah they run downstairs as well downstairs downstairs and then there's this big bridge over like a almost fully enclosed bridge over a motorway where max is like oh shit i started a battle i can't win so yes he's like (laughs) slowing down and tom cruise is fucking tom cruise running his fucking ass and he looked great in a white shirt he does those squared shoulders like yeah. he is like i he, he does has a few squared shoulders moments that i'll mention one later that i laughed so hard at <laughs> but he just that posture jesus christ does he have somebody on set to go tom and just like and just like tap their chin like posture I'm, sh- posture. I'm sure he's at the point now where he doesn't need it anymore he's just like <sighs> oh, look at me posture yeah, his posture is so like i want to straighten my back just looking at him yeah. i'm gonna do it right now yeah. you can All hear right. it cracking <laughs> feel it creaking away <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my bones. Oh, uh, yeah. We can't afford personal trainers, Kara. Let this one, let this one slide. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, he's so, standing over the bridge and he's got the briefcase. And, and it's he's like, like well, I, I, can't, I can't outrun this fucking mu- this motherfucker. So he just like hurls it through the small gap and it goes and <laughs> hits a truck and... Yep, everything just goes light everywhere. I saw it and it felt so satisfying. Like, huh? 
<laughs> and, but like, what did you think was going to happen? But of course it's, they've already established that Max's morals outweigh. Yeah. He's, he's like, more about, I don't want anyone own. else to get killed. Like if I die for this, then so be it kind of thing. Then so be it. Yeah, so, exactly. And then it's just really nice. Vincent does a really sexy, like ankle tap takedown and like is lying on him. And I was like, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't write, God, I wish that was me, but I'm sure I thought it very loudly. <laughs> the oh, boy. Creeping like, hey, hey, boys, what are you doing? Hey, boys, hey. Oh, I could have thrown that grief case for you. I didn't know that was going to be the reward. <laughs> God. <laughs> so rude. It's like, oh, this is what, oh, I should have done this earlier. <laughs> You can keep your money, sir. <laughs> I'll keep you company all night. <laughs> oh, no, no, we should look up this slash fiction of uh, this. Um... Ah, that reminds me, uh, a teaser, if you will, there will be a mini-sode, right? Coming yeah, up yeah, yeah. of us talking about something in particular. We'll save what it is. <laughs> what, we just, what we're just talking about, just imagine that times a million. <laughs> For 10 minutes. <laughs> So yeah, so he gets take down and he's like, the fuck am I, have I done? What a fool I am. Uh, yeah. we, we cut back to Fanning briefly at the morgue uh, looking for Ramon. They don't find Ramon, but there's all these other dead bodies that have come in. And one of them is a criminal lawyer. So he was a lawyer who's become a criminal lawyer. And he's like, that's strange. And the guy's like, yeah, I think whoever killed these two guys is the same guy as this guy, even though they came from different places because they're shot in the mm. exact same way. And he's like, show me. And it's like, yeah, the double tap in the chest and then the one in the head. And mm the same and so fanning's like hmm what's going on so obviously so this criminal lawyer has something to do with whatever's going on with ramon the informant so mm. yeah fanning's like i wonder strokes his chin yeah so now they're back in so poor max is back in the car driving Vincent. Oh. Having and the shittest time. Vincent is still lecturing him. He's like, maybe you shouldn't lie to your mother. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't lie to your mother. Or maybe you shouldn't murder people, Vincent. How about that? How many lies do you tell a fucking day? <laughs> oh my God, so many fucking lies. Yeah, just kind of, yeah. I actually Oh, but I, I lied to my mum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I love, I really like all his peculiar caring quirks. And obviously he's busted as fuck morals. Like they're just mm. so out the wazoo. And this is, is this when um, Max starts like actively calling him a social? Yeah, he he doesn't say it. He says calls him a sociopath later, but he actually mm. starts it's telling the him the cogs start turning a yeah. little bit. Yeah, at this point, he starts chatting to him about and trying to sort of gauge information of what his upbringing was like because yeah. like obviously I'm certain in this world everybody keeps some sort of stuff from their parents because even though they are the people who raised you they are still fundamentally people uh mm. so they're not always going to react the best way or you know also parents they're complicated we've all been there yeah but it's then that we find out that Vince was raised in different sort of like uh it's an abusive sort of alcoholic like, dad and foster yeah, homes and, and, and foster homes and stuff like that which which of course we don't even know is actively true because mm. Vince is a sociopath who is also an assassin who maybe doesn't want to reveal a lot about himself. But in this case, yeah, it's sort of been established that Max is going to get murdered at the end of the night anyway because his yeah. cover's been blown. So, uh, it, it, you know, I took it with a grain of salt, but yeah. it was, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a weird time. Oh, especially because at this point he also confesses to like murdering his own alcoholic father yeah. and then laughs it off and says that he was joking. So yeah. it's like, oh my fucking God, what a head fuck. 
this like, is. Like, <laughs> if you are joking, that's fucked. But also, I don't think you were joking, dude. No, no. no I think you just you just know that that's this. You're supposed to lighten the mood in this situation because that's how your manipulation brain works. Yeah. So it was like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, and so then also when um when Max is kind of going through and saying having a go at him about being a sociopath and all that sort of stuff, like you can see mm. Vincent's face is kind of like because apparently I set it up so a lot of the time Vincent would be sitting right behind Max, so Max Ooh. couldn't actually see him properly in his peripherals as like an intimidation thing. So yeah, mm. you can see in the background that Vincent was actually looking a little bit upset or something. Yeah, he did. He did pull a few little faces there that yeah. implied that there was something deeper going on, which was quite a neat, kind of neat. Oh, once again, like it's that character. I'm not. I'm not super into like. Is this film noir? I don't know. I'm I'm shit at working out genres. I'm like maybe maybe it falls under neo noir. You normally implies science fiction, but because it is a modern, mm. it felt like that to me. And the thing is, and I, I don't and I don't want to like obviously break this news to you late in the game. I don't really enjoy noir, okay. but I enjoy neo noir, oh. and it's because it's usually a slow burn, and also it usually focuses a lot around dudes and masculinity. Yeah, and that bores the shit out of me like constantly. Uh, do you know what but the Tom best, Cruise doesn't? The best mm-hmm. noir of all time is Fucking... is it Dark City. No, it's Who Framed Framed Roger Rabbit. (gasps) Cara, do you want to know a secret? You haven't seen Uh, the movie. No, it stresses me out. I can't watch it. I get bored. It's one of the best movies ever. I watch it like 15 times a year. I'm fully aware. The last time I tried to watch it, I turned it off. And I've tried to watch it multiple times and I turn it off because I don't like noir. Oh, no. I'm going to try again. No, no, no. I'm desperate to try again until I enjoy it because I, there are, once again, it's that neo-noir I really enjoy. Yeah. When I say neo-noir, the only only film that I really, really enjoy that is that, that falls under that context is Dark City. I love Dark City. Like so, so much. Um, okay, well, if I watch Dark City, yeah. you have to watch fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Have you seen, never seen Dark City? I don't think so. Oh, it's a banger. It's got, um, what's his name? Who, oh, you remember Gladiator? Fuck, I'm pretty sure. No, Lies, Pies. Um, Knight's Tale. <laughs> Very That's different film. Gladiator and like <laughs> Russell Crowe? <laughs> No, Knight's Tale, Heath Ledger. You know the guy who's like the opposing, the piece of shit knight? Yeah. He has to hit the arch nemesis. It's got him as it in it as the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ben would probably really like that as well. I'm sure he's seen that. He loves all Oh, noir. fuck, it's so good. You, yeah, of course, he loves Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. as well. So, yeah, I've tried many times. I think the last time I tried to watch it was mm, three years ago. But I try every few years. And it sucks because I also, I really like Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah, he's so good in that. He's such a great villain. Yeah, he's so much fun. That's all right. It's okay. I'll try. Okay, I'm going to try and watch it again. And you're going to watch Dark City. Okay, tangent Please. ended. Okay. Cut it off. Well, I've just also noticed during that tangent that we're quite a far way in of the podcast and oh, not super far into the film. <laughs> <laughs> Should we make as it a two-parter? Is, as is the custom, uh, at least a two-parter at this stage. Yeah. Uh, so we'll wrap it up there so yeah the last thing we're talking about was who framed roger rabbit so you know really (laughs) on track as per usual but uh yeah noir you're welcome to tell me that it isn't and that i'm wrong but whatever everyone now has a week to yell at us on social media whether or not it's a noir movie please do please do i i don't i won't care you know whatever gets gets you off during COVID 19 like just Whatever you need to do to get through this. I'm here to be a punching bag. Okay, Lauren, uh, can we just grab your social media deets? Oh, the sock meds. Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, if you are interested in feminism uh, and fashion and all of the dumb shit that I post, oh, also hot anime dudes and the old lady, um, I highly recommend that you uh, follow me on Twitter at Lauren Stardust. You can also follow me on Facebook at Lauren Stardust and also Insta is Lauren Stardust. So 
that's where I am, come say hi. Yeah, please do. And uh, Tom Cruise Reviews on Instagram and Tom Cruise Review on Twitter or just my website, TomCruiseReviews.com. We will leave you there for this week and we will continue on with reviewing uh, catalogue. We will continue on with... (laughs) Jesus, I've had one beer, man. Uh, uh, an Ikea special catalogue. <laughs> Tom Cruise standing Sorry, in the aisle of Ikea. He's like, I fucking swear. I fucking swear you guys said you had this in stock. <laughs> Hellskilling. Just running through the back the back door, like looking for his fucking table flat pack. <laughs> the flat pack assassin. He'll get the last one if it's the last thing he does. <laughs> We need to write this movie. (laughs) This is, once again, even crankier. Why aren't we in Hollywood? What have we been doing this whole time? (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm really sorry, everyone. We're going to leave you there. Uh, We'll catch you next week. (laughs)